folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, Halloween edition? Halloween uh, edition. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if uh, you would host as Dracula the whole time, Jeff. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. Uh, uh, uh. Never. Oh, he's oh the I'm count. sorry, the Count from Sesame Street. So... Okay, when I said Halloween edition, I was talking about it was what is up Halloween edition. But is, is this also a Halloween edition of the whole podcast? The whole yeah, oh yeah, we should say the whole episode is about Halloween. Is Halloween got time? Great, yes. got, well that's perfect. That coincides. <laughs> yeah, with, with the what is up edition. I see you're both in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both dressed as uh, well. I'm a I'm a, I love turtles kid, and uh, Tim is dressed <laughs> as. The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everybody but Harley Quinn. That's right. Every little a piece of each. And me, damn Daniel. <laughs> mm. Ooh, back at it with the white vans. That would be a good one. Hey, speaking of white vans, we should get in this because this is kind of a spooky time of year, spooky stuff. Squid Game. Are we watching Squid Game? <laughs> Come on. You saw they all wear the white sh- shoes. I have not seen, no. not seen, not heard. So Tim, come on, Tim. Have you been watching uh, Squid well, Game? I've not seen, but I know I'm going to. And like, even by the time this episode drops, I will have seen it. So let's just say, yes, I've seen it. I love it. I'm a huge fan. Okay. So we can talk about uh, what's happening in season in uh, episode six right now. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I did not see that. When that squid won. Yep. Won the whole game. Yep. Um, well, let me tell you about this. Show. This is one of those shows that I, you know, everything usually happens on TV, and I go, "What? What was that? What is everyone talking about?" Oh, I've seen people memeing about Ted Lasso for uh, a month. Let me watch this show. <laughs> it's right. too late. Sure, I got on this one right on time, guys. I'm riding the wave, and ooh, it feels good. I am up to date. So, the impression that I get is that it is parasite. Okay, Dickie Barrett, stop. Oh, the impression that I get. What's better, my Dracula or my Dickie Barrett, you think? Let's see. Both well, s- say say uh, welcome to my my castle as Dickie Barrett, and then say uh, <laughs> the impression that I get as Dracula. Welcome to my castle. Okay. Okay. That's the impression that I get. Yeah, Dracula's better. I Damn personally, better. I think they're both a 10 out of 10, and it's a draw. <laughs> Knock them out of the park. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wait, so the deal with Squid Game is like it's parasite-like, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? Hmm, interesting. Wow, or like been... Hunger Games-like. Uh, does the does the central metaphor check out? Um, yes. Good, 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 good. <laughs> you know, the whole show. There's a there's a show, but it's what the show is commenting on that is so for it's me funny. moving. Mm. Parasite is like a little wormy thing that you know it's a little wormy animal. Mm. And then a and a, a squid is like a little wormy animal. So yeah, yeah, right. right you're very right. similar pieces right, right, of content. Right. Uh, right, you're right. Well, parasite doesn't necessarily mean a wormy thing. A parasite could be a anything. What about a tapeworm? <laughs> well, tapeworm. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm pitching a thing called a paramecium puzzle. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> well, I you know I'm gonna close the conversation on Squid Game right now because you guys haven't seen it. Hold on. Hmm. Worm war. Worm war, but could you, could, I mean, that's Ooh. good. Go ahead, Jeff. You got one last one that I'm shutting it. 
okay, mitochondria. Uh, the powerhouse of the cell? Yes. <laughs> the mighty mitochondria? Uh-huh. I was thinking, no, no, I'm going to change it to midichlorian. Ooh, okay. So that's Ooh. a that's the Star Wars world. Still maze, though. Yeah, still, still maze. <laughs> and you get through the walls with a lightsaber. <laughs> Uh, so I'm closing uh, the talk about uh, Squid Game right now, but I will say for those Halloween people listening who don't have a, an outfit yet, you get a few friends together and get some green jumpsuits. You're you're you got a you got a costume. Green jumpsuits—they're like Adidas jumpsuits, right? They don't have the Adidas brand on it, but they look pretty cool. Well, <laughs> if you let's say you do that, and then everyone looks at you and thinks you're Run DMC, what are you gonna do? Uh, all the better because it's nice to. Have people talking about you at a party. That's true. Any, <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. Right. Uh, especially in the, you know, at a party when like the, um, the newspaper of the party comes out. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know when you that know happens. That, that happens at every party. I no, visit. I'm not going to go on that stupid walk with you, Michael. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Just because I spend a lot of time at uh, Washington Post parties. You're going to spend a lot of time prying my foot out of your ass in a second. <laughs> Man, why do you think I moved halfway across the co- all the way across the country? <laughs> to protect your ass? <laughs> so I can make these types of comments without being uh, uh, th- under a threat of a boot ass. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the, the concept of bip bip uh, You know, stuff like that. Should be fine. We've got enough time. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Booze news. Hit it. Back up in the podcast by myself, I decided to place a couple digital recorders on a chair in this old organ. Okay, I've got two recorders rolling up here. This is is Zach Baggins. Mm -hmm. Hello, is there anybody here with me? I have two recorders going on. I received two responses almost immediately. Is anybody here to communicate with me? A little bit of a squeaker. We're talking brown air. Who did that? Right after I asked that question, this camera's audio picked up this response. Who did that? What, 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 what is that? Holy <laughs> Oh my God! Holy <laughs> Stop! Stop! Go! 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 Okay, so not a theme song per se. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even uh, stick with the high pitched funny thing at the end. I okay. I I I played that one because it's, it's Halloween and, and this looks scary. But this so basically, um, uh, who is this? Company K Audio, uh, a slophead, e- emailed and said, "You know, I like that name, Company K. Company K. You said uh, sloppy boys. You had in your whiskey sour episode, you had a Satan recorded a haunted theme song for booze news." Mm. I remember that. And and mm-hmm. so Company K said, so I hired Zach Baggins, Ghost Hunter, to check and see if your podcast is haunted. So it sounds like our podcast is... <laughs> yeah, wait, frankly, what, what were the first little quotes that he had spliced in there? Uh, I heard um, a little squeaker and then brown air. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I um I don't know what uh, was going on there. Who Who's uh, Zach Baggins? He's a ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. Is this like a, a new? Is this a new thing? It's uh, Nick Kroll's character is based on him. Uh, Ghost, oh, Bounce, okay. Ghost Bouncers is based on Ghost Hunters. Is that the name so of the real show? Yes, yeah, Ghost Hunters. Yes, yes, yes. And it's in its like probably twelfth season now, and nice. They're all silly. Tim and I were just talking about uh, the MythBusters. If they still have 
If even if they're still on, we don't know. And then if they have myths to bust anymore, they've all been busted. Did they ever bust that myth of uh, Zeus that Zeus was a god, <laughs> the king of the gods? <laughs> <laughs> Zeus, king of gods or Olympic <laughs> dick? <laughs> If you have a booze news theme song, send it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Here's what I want to talk about today, guys. There's a Jim Beam commercial that um, it's not new. It's not brand new, but I only really saw it recently. I was watching some postseason baseball and they played this theme, this uh, commercial a lot. And I saw it. But have either of you guys seen a Jim Beam commercial that's sort of selling Highballs. It's kind of saying getting a, a beam ginger oh. highball. Oh, that rings a bell. I don't can't remember if it was Jim Beam. It was I do remember like a, a liquor that I was like, oh yeah, I guess they're don't usually do that. Well, Tim, I must be living under a rock because this is all news to me. Perfect. <laughs> news, news, um, I ripped the audio and I just thought it was it was like kind of a concept that we've discussed on the show. And you know, I'm kind of like a culture vulture. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of soak up media and then I kind of you know, uh, well, soak up media. Soak in sort of the Mormon sex sense. Um, Do you think anyway. when the, uh, <laughs> the ad group was like figuring out uh, this commercial, if they finally landed on something and uh, Eminem popped in, he's like, mm, here's a concept that works. Yes. Uh, okay. I know Go you're ahead. joking. You're joking, <laughs> but I do think that. <laughs> okay listen close hit play on the, this is a guy walks into a bar he's or he's looking to order a drink and then the people chiming in are weirdos around the bar talking to him hit it another beer or something different how about this super filling ipa aged with goat's milk or a bavarian retail with a hint of half and puff yeah son you want a dark beer Goat's milk. Mm. Dark beer. How about a beam and ginger highball? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> and then the tagline was like something different or try something yeah. new or something like that. Um, I like. I do like the, sort of uh, the music at the end. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of getting down. Yeah. Uh, the way that you were dancing, you reminded me of um, John Travolta. <laughs> oh, God. Disco is dead, Tim. In Pulp Fiction. Oh, it was a teenage thing. I feel like that could have been a commercial for the last, like, 40 years. Like, you, you could have told me that was from, <laughs> yeah. like, 1980 or 70. I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Well, it's, it's very funny to sell, like, Jim Beam is a bourbon brand. Bourbon, it's, it's kind of just an interesting snapshot of, like, wh- what's going on because Jim Beam is so popular and a... Whiskey ginger is not a, it shouldn't feel like some crazy thing, but they're selling (laughs) bourbon by saying beer guys are obnoxious. Beer guys are pretentious. Beer is bad. And we've kind of talked on this podcast. um, We're kind of fans of the crispy light beers, the the cold Mm -hmm. yellows. Oh, yeah. And uh, although, Mike, recently you you said you've been drinking some IPAs. I'm off on an IPA quest. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years late. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. The IPAs are flowing. Okay. So maybe here. this doesn't apply to you. But for Jeff, I, I was just thinking, if it's that safe, Jim Beam is not going to take any risks. If a mainstream commercial on network television during a baseball playoff, playoff game is going to say, like, beer's dumb, I feel like... That, that it's probably such a safe observation right now and that that hard seltzer has beaten beer's ass so bad that 
I'm Ooh. now emboldened in my prediction about the return of beer sometime oh, right, soon. Right, right, right. I, right. I don't think it'll be IPAs and I don't think it'll be fancy stouts. I think the uh like this is when we come out with like slop light or some little can mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that is yep. a little crispy cracker i think beer's beer is going to bounce back beer beer's bouncing back. baby uh i i can yeah i can tell you right now just being on the forefront of the ipa scene out there eh, that ain't coming <laughs> back anytime soon <laughs> so you're on the for- forefront and it's bad it's bad out there it's just it's just so played it's it's not fun. Everyone, I order one and people are like, oh god, why don't you have a Jack and Ginger <laughs> or the Jim and Ginger? I like you and your IPA friends go out every night and sit really <laughs> sad, just drinking down your IPAs in silence. My IPA friends, we, we like the hops. <laughs> Man, can you imagine being tasked with like, okay, we have Jim Beam, and our and our whole approach now is try something different. It's like you're the most yeah. old school established like there's nothing unique or new about you whatsoever no. and to have to to have to position it against like you know that beer aged in goat's milk yeah come on that that yeah that that uh, commercial feels so out of date and also feels like really uh weirdly like low budget doesn't it like the bar doesn't look interesting you think well, like you... a big brand like Jim Beam would be like a cool looking thing You've been watching yeah. a lot of those big budget movies and stuff. Well, I'm so watching Squid. Like, I'm watching Squid Game. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know what the budget was for? Well, you do. Do you know what the budget was on that? I actually don't. <laughs> I don't either. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Jim Beam. Jim Beam has the Jim Beam Bar at Dodger Stadium, and we we went there. That's so funny. Like for them to think they're anti-establishment, and it's literally the Jim Beam corporate yeah. bar at a stadium. Fuck we off. had a good. We had a good. What? What? What did we get there? It wasn't like the Fireball Jim Beam, which is not bad, but it was like the you. You bought us around a peach, 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 peach. bourbon oh, yeah. shot. Was I there for that? Possibly. Can't believe it. And they. No, you were not there, Jeff. This was recent, and they each came in a Dodgers collectible shaker. So I now have like twenty of those, uh, like cocktail oh, yeah. shakers in my house. I meant too. to get that when I was. Damn, I was meant to get that when I was back in uh, L.A. Good luck getting it from my little. <laughs> grubby little mitts ouch damn ouch okay beer's coming back wrap it up hee-haw <laughs> oh sorry jim i stepped out i don't have my normal setup okay no no it's fine it's fine it's fine well one of you guys mentioned that it's a certain time of year oh yeah uh yes october does this time of year have any sort of like a, a, a certain demeanor to it? A little creepy, a little <laughs> uh, a little sort of ghostly and pumpkiny pumpkins in the air. Yeah, that type of thing. yeah. A gourd, a gourd, a gourd. Yeah, Gordon Gordon Ramsay certainly is always on TV. Gor- gorging on gourds, <laughs> folks. It's Halloween. Last year on this day, we did the zombie because it was the scariest named cocktail on the. <laughs> IBA cocktail list. Mm-hmm. This year we went for the second scariest named cocktail on the IBA <laughs> list, the Corpse Reviver number two. Yeah, Yikes. this thing creates zombies. Reviver number two. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with it. I'm more scared. Corpse Reviver sounds kind of scary, but number two is opens us up to some unknowns that scare me as well. Why is it number yeah. two? Who is number one? Who does number two work for? Austin Powers. <laughs> um do you know why number two? I assume we'll get into it. Um, Podcasts like ours? It's because of shit. 
Oh no. Oh, the no. main ingredient is a giant <laughs> chit, shit chunk. <laughs> Garnished with a turd. <laughs> um you've had, you've heard, what's your deal? Have not either heard nor had. I've heard, man. I <laughs> not had, not had. I have heard. Uh, it is. I mean, I, it's tough because I've heard of it. Yes, because I had to go out and buy the ingredients for it. So yes, I've heard so of it. You heard of it this morning when I texted morning. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, you see this at like the Tonga room and stuff, right? E, well, I that's what's that. so beseeching. I have heard. I have not had. My assumption, Jay, was that this was a tiki drink, much mm-hmm. like. The, the zombie or, you know, um, the suffering bastard or something like that. I was like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. got to be a tiki drink. It's not. Tisn't. Oh, it's not. Bummer. What is it? What is um, it? Well, he, but, where, does but, this, but, where is this on the, is it a an old school, a new era, a, a contemporary classic? Old. Oh, hey, the IBA cocktail website is back and now it's searchable. Oh, you can search. That's great. Uh, it doesn't make you, uh, it doesn't make you refresh it just to get in. <laughs> no, it, 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 I did hit a different glitch that was funny, but I'm just thankful that now you can type in corpse and it'll bring you to the corpse reviver and you don't have to just like, you know, scroll forever. But it's one of the, uh, it's an old one. I think it's, I think it's an unforgettable cause this is old, but classic, but here's what this, uh, yeah, here's what this has to do with the suffering bastard. Corpse Reviver a is a hangover cure, yeah, reviving hangover. the corpse. However, we'll get to the ingredients, but but isn't it funny that it's like a, basically a gin-based cocktail in a little stem glass that doesn't feel very mm-hmm. hangover. I wouldn't wake up in the morning and have a little martini. Well, Tim, don't <laughs> forget my beloved Singapore sling. That's a, that's a gin-based uh, tiki outlier. Yes, but it's got pineapple juice in it. I would rather drink that one in the morning than wake up and have a little stiffy. Wait, now, is this yeah, a... I, I, one time I did wake up and have yeah, a little I stiffy. Bet <laughs> Once. <laughs> Wait, uh, is this... We'll leave is that this a, between me and my dick doctor, okay? Uh, <laughs> ooh, nah, I'm not going to get into that. Professor Schlong. <laughs> Professor? He should be a doctor. <laughs> he teaches my dick how to stand at <laughs> end. Stand up, my boy. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> it's like dog training school, yeah. <laughs> End up, my boy. <laughs> Mike, you were saying? <laughs> now, is this a tiki outlier? Not even an outlier. Or no tiki connection, no tiki whatsoever. Okay, so that was my common tiki confusion here. Yeah. yeah There's a lot I of tiki had. confusions. I quite com- Okay, here, here's the deal. In the 1800s, there were a bunch of corpse revivers. It was a funny thing to say that hair of the dog drinks were corpse mm. revivers. Hair of the dog that bit you, right? Uh, in the oldie days, if a dog bit you, you'd like eat some of its fur or something. Uh, so that became oh. drinking. You drink a little bit of the very same spirit that got you drunk. Yeah. Um, in the 1800s, if uh, hangover drinks were called corpse revivers. Now, this particular one, number two of many, was made famous by the Savoy Cocktail Book. This is one of these historic books like the Jerry Thomas Guide, like one of the three or four really important cocktail books. But um, this one was written by a very famous bartender named Harry Craddock, who was, uh, you know, born in the 1800s, but he's like this English guy who spent a lot of time in America. He worked at the Knickerbocker Hotel and the Hoffman House in New York and the Hollanden Hotel in uh, Ohio. But then during Prohibition, 1920s, he went back to his native 
England. He got a job at the Savoy Hotel, uh, the America Bar. That's kind of funny that he had spent time in America. And then they said, hey, you'll fit in great here at the America Bar. <laughs> you dick. And um, so because of Prohibition, he was working in London, created a bunch of cocktails. There's one on the IBA list. It's kind of popular called the White Lady. Have you ever seen that? I've um, seen it on the list, but I don't seen know. seen on the list. It's very similar to this. I see, I think he's kind of a one-trick pony because it's another kind of like gin, uh, triple sec type of uh, uh, cocktail. But So he invented this. He put his number two into this book. And so of all the corpse revivers, this is really the only one that like stayed around and it Ooh. made it onto the IBA list. And hey, we're talking so, about it. So number two is number one. No, <laughs> He, uh, oh. Number two is number one in our hearts. He came up with number two. Lots of different people came up with like eight different ones. Like Trader Vic had one and uh, you'll you'll see them around. I think number one is maybe the only other one that has a following. I think most of them are just fully dead. We should come up with one. It'll be like the Sloppy Boys, 69. Corpse Survivor number 69. <laughs> yeah. You take a, a, the, a, the bottle of Cointreau and the bottle of gin and you kind of mash them together. <laughs> Oh, wait, so did Harry Craddock, uh, he invented all the, the corpse survivors, or or you were saying that, like, Trader Vic had his own corpse survivor? Yeah, any hangover gotcha. cure was a corpse reviver. Everybody did one. Harry, may, maybe he had multiple, but number two was his his claim to fame. And if you want to know what's in the motherfucker, mm. mm-hmm. oh, this is this is nice. He made yeah, it easy on us. Love yeah. it. Love and and this I'm liking these in general. This reminds me of kind of like the, the yellow bird or the tuxedo. I'm having fun with these little easy, stiff, little strong cocktails. This one is an ounce of gin. Great. An ounce of Cointreau. They're saying by name, Cointreau, not just any old triple sec. Mm. Um, then here's the interesting one. An ounce of Lillet Blanc. Are you guys familiar with this stuff? I am now. I had to chase it down. <laughs> not at the grocery store. I bought it. I was happy to get to buy it because this stuff is in a Vesper martini. So when mm. we get around to making that, we'll have the stuff. And I've always wanted nice. to try a Vesper. But basically, it's vermouth-esque. It's like a white wine liqueur. Yeah. So um, this should be, after it's open, this should probably be put in the fridge. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, could yeah, use, yeah, we could probably right. just use this the way that we would use vermouth. Um, but here's an interesting thing. A lot of people say, True. a lot of booze nerds say this thing that, that, Lillet has denied, but they say that Lillet changed its recipe in the eighties. It used to be a lot more bitter because it had quinine in it. The stuff that's in like tonic water. Oh yeah. yeah. And then the cue on the uh, soda gun. Exactly. <laughs> when they switched to their, uh, to Lillet Blanc, it got a little sweeter and white winier. Uh, so some cocktail enthusiasts say like, you know what? Don't even bother with Lillet anymore. Use, uh, uh, Koki Americano. <laughs> yeah. Coke Americano, a different <laughs> a different bitter liqueur that tastes more like the old fashioned Lillet. And now Lillet has come out and said, "Hey, we never changed a recipe. We don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> You're um, fucking our business up, man. frankly. That's wild." I saw a Coke Americano at Cap and Cork. Uh, it just looked like a, a bitter a bitter liqueur that was kind of next yeah. to a bunch of other we gotta, bitters. We got to get our hands on that Corky Romano and try it side by side. <laughs> Who is Corky Romano? So you know, I, I was, uh, I when I first picked this thing up, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be another licorice thing, but I'm not expecting that. I think you're going to expect a 
When drop hits tongue. When drop hits tongue, I think you're going to say, that's kind of got a a sweet white wine vermouth taste to it. Mm. But I don't know. I haven't tried it ever in my life. Mm. Is it going to go? I mean, we should do the, we should probably hot foot it over to the Vesper after this. Yeah, so it doesn't go bad. Our shit goes yeah. bad all the time. I got, I got, I got so much bad vermouth. I, I think Vesper <laughs> is like maybe vodka, and I think it's kind of a 007 kind of a vibe. Yeah, because Vesper is a character, maybe even hmm. in yeah. the first episode, the first book. Yeah, I went into Cap and Corks so confident. Oh yeah, because I was like, I took French, so I know that it's Blanc. <laughs> and then I went and I was like, Lilit Blanc, please. <laughs> and he, he he looked at me funny. And uh, after a while, he said, oh, Lil A. And I was like, yes, yes, Lil A Blanc. <laughs> but Blanc, <laughs> you remember. Blanc, though. I did get one word. <laughs> well, I said Lil A Blank. So we're, we're both fucking up. Um, that's like me when I went to Paris and I thought I spoke French and I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> and then you said Magnifique and won the day, right? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I remember. I'm a fan of the pod. <laughs> You're a slobhead? You're I'm a not show. just a co-host. I'm also you know, a happy listener. I'm I a just good, do this I'm for a, the paycheck. I'm a pleased customer over here. <laughs> okay, one ounce of fresh lime juice and then one dash of absinthe. Now, my absinthe bottle doesn't have a dasher on top, so I don't know how I'm going to do this dash. Some people do the rinse where they pour a little absinthe into the 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 glass or the shaker and then mm. they kind of whisk it around and then dump it out. I think I'm just going to try to see if I could get one drip. Now, Tim, you said lime juice or is it lemon? Lemon, my boy, lemon. Did you say lime? Whatever, I'll cut it. I said lime, but he meant lemon. Did I say lime? You did, but we're we're all figuring it out here where it's it's good. This this fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah, well. Fuck everything and most importantly, fuck you too. We're going to move on from this. As best we I can. can't believe I said lime. I know, I know. God, I would give anything to have said lemon. But uh, Tim, go on to the garnish. My, one, one of my favorite parts. Hey, this drink isn't a lemon. Uh, it's going to be delicious. The method is pour all ingredients into a shaker with ice. Shake Love well that. and strain into chilled cocktail glass. Garnish mm-hmm. with an orange zest. Ooh. That now, not a lemon zest. Lemon, like in the zest. that's in the drink. They're, they, they're going they, duddy stylies. Yeah, they switched up the fruit. Now, what do you what do you say to the listener who didn't read that part and just got the ingredients? What didn't we read what part? The part no about the garnish. I would say you're fucked for life. You're foobar man. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I'll, can I tell you something? I don't have an orange, and I'm going to use a little lemon zest. Ah, oh, Tim, I could have brought an orange. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. All right. I said I, I'm sticking my guns about this point I made about fuck everything. Okay. I have. <laughs> I purchased some uh, Andy Cap hot fries. Now they are orange, and I will put yeah. that in there. Rub your little fingers on the. Just desk. sprinkle them around the. Yeah, there you go. It's a Halloween drink. It's a spooky theme. Everyone's having fun. This was a good segment one. Yep. It's a Halloween tradition. From now on, we drink Corpse Revivers on this very day. Yep. Well, shall we? Yep. Yes. Yes. Folks, we'll be right back. And we're back with Corpse Reviver number twos. This is, uh, I I fill this thing to the brim, so it's tough moving around. But this is probably the most perfect 
drink I've made for this show. That looks nice, Michael. Like th- this looks nice. exactly yours does too. That I can't see Jeff's textbook. Um, here's what I did. I used my Hawthorne strainer, so I don't even have ice chips on top. Ah, yeah, mine's a little foamified on top. I just put the garnish right in there. It's just sitting in the bottom. Oh. So we're going to imagine that we have gnarly hangovers. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, what did we do last night? I can't believe we fucking We drank corpse revivers all night. (laughs) Well, th- there's a tiger in our uh, uh, penthouse, <laughs> and we're going to encounter Mike Tyson at some point. <laughs> Dude, didn't you have a tooth yesterday? Oh. <laughs> Man, Bradley Cooper's so annoying in that movie. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> okay, we'll leave that there oh, for that. now. That's its own, that's a that's your own blowout, Jeff. We were so fucked up last night. Hell that's yeah. him the whole movie. Real <laughs> cool. cool. Real cool. Yeah, who does that remind me of? Mm, let's see. Yeah, I'm talking to him on this podcast right now. Stop. Timothy <laughs> Jordan Calpacus? No, I was going to say you. TJ? Oh, can you guys okay. start calling me TJ, by the way? Yes. Thank you. TJ, J, uh, Jeff, you want to go by, keep going by JD? JD. TJ, JD. Let's do it. MH. Sips. Okay. Mm, okay. Did you guys try the the Lillet Blanc before yeah. you? Yeah. No. It tasted to me. It reminded me of like a communion wine. It was like a very mm-hmm. uh, like a wine that's like you drink it and it's like <gasps> on your on your breath a little bit. Um, huh. hot in in what in a spicy way? <laughs> you know, it just sort of like hangs up. You know, when you have like a. Yeah, in like a spicy throat way. <laughs> you drink the wine at communion and you turn to like the priest heart- and you go, pop, pop, <laughs> heartburning? No, no, it's not It's not extreme like that, but it's just like you can feel it like lingering more so mm. than a wine. Mike, that means you're a sinner. If you Ooh. drink the com- communion wine and it burns. <laughs> uh, this has got an interesting thing. Uh, I was reading that Lillet, people often drink it with just like a little slice of citrus. Like they'll just do a little garnish of citrus mm. and just drink it. This seems what, better what to mean? me. Like they'll, oh, they'll just, just a little, uh, yeah. They'll just, they'll just drink it like a like a wine, but with a little gotcha, citrus gotcha, on the gotcha. side. But uh, this is interesting to me because I feel a little of that absinthe coming through. Yeah, like it is mm-hmm. a little complex. How did you dash? Uh, Drops I, just a couple drips. Yeah, I don't know. I probably did a little too much on the absinthe just because it was. I was trying to do whoa, trying to hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you pour a little into the glass, a little up for daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's the whole bottle. Now I got to bring everything else up. Also, I got the type of absinthe that's making me trip balls, man. Oh, no. I I was asking somebody where I got this absinthe for the last drink we did with absinthe was, what was that? Last week's, right? Um, We had absinthe for the zombie in episode two. But we had just recently we had. Well, anyway. Uh, I was asking that. I was like, what's the deal with it being like uh, hallucinogenic? hallucinogenic? And he was like, yeah, he's like, that doesn't really happen anymore. And that was probably way back in like the 1600s when it was like made with stuff that wasn't regulated at all. Yeah, I there's said, I see. I think that there's a weird thing where like the regulation as far as like importing it to America mm-hmm. um, change in like the early 2000s. I think a lot changed and now we have it here. But I, I, I've read a thing that's like saying that that was all kind of bullshit i don't know maybe mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago it was different but well, there's not really a version of hallucinating from i'll alcohol. say the the marketing people for certain absinthe brands have really clung on to that 
Yeah. Like you see them, they're so like... Uh, oh, chase the green fairy, man. <laughs> yeah. Sort of steampunk top hat guy selling his stuff. Well, I don't think I'm hallucinating, but I w- did want to ask you guys, b- before we started sipping on this, were you both um, white Chewbacca's? <laughs> Uh, Tim, I can answer. Jeff, just relax. I'll sure, answer. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I got my answer. White Chewbacca's. Why do you ask, Tim? Because um, I'm tripping balls, and that was the first time I ever heard of uh, acid. It was my friend in school told me that his friend saw white Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> white Chewbacca. I had a friend who did acid in high school and told me that uh, he took a shower and he, he saw little, like, uh, inch... inch high robots flying around him, like shooting each other with these like Nerf laser guns. <laughs> Damn. I was like, that sounds cool. Are you, Tim, are you sure your friend just didn't, didn't just see a Bigfoot or like a, or like a, uh, an he, abominable he snowman? He said white Chewbacca's. <laughs> white Chewbacca's. <laughs> huh. Um, hey, right. <laughs> so what do we think of this taste of this cocktail? Um, I think. I'm on board from the get-go here. We like it the taste? Mm. I do like a taste. I think, uh, Maybe lemon is coming forward the most, but I like all the one ounces and it's it's kind of mellow. It's 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 lemony. It's yet another sort of cosmo. If someone likes cosmos, maybe you'd point mm. him in this direction. This is like a this is almost like a, a lemonade. Yeah, I could maybe it's almost like with what I did with the paper plane, where as fun as it is to have equal measurements. Maybe in future in the future I would dial back a little bit of lemon to see if I could get. I'm not really tasting gin whatsoever. Are you guys? Mm. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, a full ounce of s- squeezed lemon juice is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, any that is pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's mm-hmm. nice. It's nice having a lemony, a kind of a mellow lemony cocktail in a in a fancy coupe glass, and you say this is. Yeah. Damn, I do nice. like it. I think you could really impress some people with this. I think so too. I think. Uh, Next time I have to make cocktails, I'll say, why don't you let me handle the cocktails? You <laughs> bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, step out of the way, bitch. Watch out, bitch. I'm making Corpse Survivor 2s. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of the two things. So I went I went to a bar in Williamsburg the other night called uh, Maison Première. Wow. Have first you, house. You heard? Yes. It's... Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> was this like the first house you encountered when you left your apartment? Yeah, I just walked in. And I said, "You gotta get me drunk." <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's see what we got. It was a residence. I'm sorry, I picked you guys. They're like, oh, you perfect. Gotta get me drunk. Get me. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was like a nice kind of cocktail bar, like horseshoe bar area that was really cool. And then it was a, more so a restaurant. And I think the food, I assume, was French. But um, we, uh, I drank. Uh, I had their martini and just I did the thing where I was just like. This person knows cocktails. I said, you do the you do you do the martini the way you want it. Mm. But I want a gin martini and you do it up. And it was good. And then I did something called the chrysanthemum on just based on the uh, uh, bartender's suggestion. And that had absinthe in it. And it was pretty mm. good. Mm. But I, he did say, as I was trying to figure out what I wanted, he's like, uh, that we do a tuxedo number two here. I said, oh, mm. interesting. I've heard of that. I've just done that on my pod. <laughs> and he he didn't seem to mind. Uh, did now, did you tell him that we take a deep dive? Into I did. Well, but the, no, I also told him I know uh, Jack Schramm suggested that place to me, and he said, "Ah, Jack Schramm." Like he he I think he knew him. Oh, at least knew right him. on. Wait, now we we did the tuxedo, and today we're doing the corpse survivor number two. Was there something called the tuxedo number two? 
Yeah, the, remember there was like there was like up to five or six, I think. Yo, Damn. I do remember all with, that. All with different little. Uh, Can you remind me variations? What, what was in the tuxedo? I, I forget. No, no, I can't remember. Gin oh, maraschino. Right. I remember being like okay on that one. Mm. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little on the stiff, stiff side. Okay. I had a gin. <laughs> I had a gin uh, Bloody Mary the other day that I did not enjoy. Yeah, that's a weird combo. Gin Bloody Mary, interesting. Yeah, they had they. You could pick vodka, gin, or tequila. I said, I'll try the gin. And did you make mm. it known to them that you didn't enjoy it? Upon first sip, I will never try this again. Bring me your biggest spittoon, <laughs> bitch. Tequila sounds good with spicy tomato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a, isn't that a Bloody Maria? Or like, um, you remember those Bendero shots at El Chavo? Yeah, baby. Mm. It would be like, it was like, what was it? It was like hot sauce or it was like spicy tomato, tequila and lime juice. But yeah, you're right. That spicy tomato was like pretty much like a, like a little glass of like tapatio. It was like hot sauce. Ooh. Zing pow. And that, and that would come in like a, a little, um, it would look like a flight of beers or something. Cause it was like a traffic light. Bing, bong, boom. Yeah. And then you order one of those, and then everybody says, ooh, what is that? And then it sets off a chain reaction. Everybody gets them. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun. It's a, I like anything like that. You know, like, I happen to think that one also tastes good, but wouldn't you just, like, literally any drink served in a weird way? Uh, it's great. Yes. Anything with a little pageantry goes yeah. such a long way. That's why people like sushi. Wait, it's just you, a little Oh, different. yeah. That, that definitely worked on me, like, putting all the, the, the uh, stuff. Wasabi and the ginger, <laughs> the green hat sauce and the uh, root. <laughs> now, you guys, wait, did you you went to the German bar recently in Red LA. Line? Yeah, Red Line. Did you do the boot? Did you end up drinking the boot? Das Boot? We forgot to. Ah, we forgot to drink the boot, but I did. I've been on a real schnapps kick there. I've had walnut schnapps, I've had apple schnapps, I've had pear oh. schnapps. I've had honey. Oh, we had the walnut schnapps after the after the Dodgers game. Yes, and walnut is probably my my favorite. Uh, we got a whole ski thing. of those. Um, honey was very good. Apple is kind of the one they push the most, but I'm a bit of a schnapps head. And speaking of uh, German libations, as it were, mm. Um, mm. I was out at the, with our friend uh, Eva Anderson. And some uh, and oh. Mike Cassidy and uh, Alan McLeod. We went out to the Santa Anita racetrack for their Oktoberfest celebration. Oh, and they gave us you you buy a ticket and you get a three ounce stein, like this little, teeny little finger stein. <laughs> You're holding the, the 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 handle with two fingers, basically. And I went and you get eight different types of beer. So I was tasting all these German beers in a teeny little stein, and that was fun for me. Oh, that sounds cool. great. Um, did you race or did you bet on the races? Yep, I've got a system which is, I I place large bets on yeah. uh, large money on safe bets. So I'll pick like the best raced, the best rated horse just to uh-huh. to show. So it's almost guaranteed that he's going to win mm-hmm. place or show. But you, you know? just don't win much. You don't win much. That's why I put like a hundred dollars down because because you know, Eva was doing like interesting bets that were five dollars or like long shots for five dollars. I'm saying mm-hmm. no, hundred dollar safe bet. Damn. And then I won first race. So then I get back $110. So I made $10. Then I let it ride on the next. I got mm-hmm. I won and I had $143. So I say, see, slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. And then the next one. Which is what you don't want in a race. <laughs> yeah, you want fast and fleet of foot. <laughs> Herky jerky. <laughs> Wait, what happened with race number three, Tim? I'm well, on the edge of my seat. Yeah, yeah. The fucker 
The, you lost the house. He, he, <laughs> the, 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 the overwhelming favorite didn't even come in the top five. He shit Eesh. the bed. I lost uh, $143 and I said, I'm out. I'm not going to, I don't dig back into my wall. I, I, I did kind of what, what John Favreau does in Swingers, where it's like, I have $100 to bet with today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the ATM after this, you know? Mm. You're smart. So That's I was sad, but then I got a lot of ribs and jalapeno poppers, and they were out of bratwurst, so I had a normal hot dog. <laughs> yeah. oh. I thought you were about to say they were out of this world. So I choked <laughs> down a normal hot dog. Okay. <laughs> like a fucking loser. The ribs were cold, and the poppers were cold. This... Was a fun- hey, kid, brats are for winners, okay? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, you know, the horse that let me down was named V-Bucks. If anyone ever bumps into V-Bucks... <laughs> oh, shit. That's a Fortnite reference. Kick him in his ass. Turn him into glue. <laughs> yeah, send me a little bit of the Elmers. <laughs> <laughs> that horse owes me some glue. <laughs> Um, uh, hey, how do are we feeling any better about these? I mean, I haven't well, felt bad about it. Melt- <laughs> they're not getting melty because there's no. They're not getting melty. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it still it still tastes like a little gin lemonade, uh, and it's still good. It's a yeah. little it's a little burning my esophagus on the way down. It's so acidic. Mm. So it's a little Collinsy, mm-hmm. but but not long. Oh yeah, gin it and is lemon. Collinsy, isn't it's it? It's very Collinsy. It's short. It's short. It's wide. Short and wide, a little chode. Heritocratic was quite democratic. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when choosing, when the, the, choosing the spirits for drink. Mm-hmm. How many of these have you had, Mike? <laughs> oh, he had 20 corpses. <laughs> hey. I'm going to go up in the, I'm gonna go in the yellow bird tree and revive some corpses. <laughs> Back on topic to the, the time of the year. It's, it's, it's Halloween. It's all Hallow's Eve. Yeah, yes. it's, it's spooky. Stuff. What do what have you guys been in? Are, are you are you watching the films? Are you going to the haunted houses? What are you up to? You know what's I I am uh, I, I'm realizing it's now like <laughs> the end of Halloween. I haven't like watched much at all. We watched Hubie, obviously Hubie Halloween, which was our last uh, Hubie. Blowout. Blowout. Mm-hmm. Pub- Hubie. Hubie. <laughs> right, right. It's pronounced Hubie, Michael. What did I say? Hubie. Hubie? Like a fucking philistine. Well, yeah, you know, I've, I've, it's, yeah, you put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're right. We really shouldn't have put you on the spot with that name of that movie. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not, you're not watching the films, Mike. No, I, uh, I'm, you know, I told you I'm watching uh, Squid, uh, Squid Game, Squid Game. Hey, well, Tim, I don't know if you know this. Mike and I watched all the, all the Freddies and all the Jasons. I thought you watched all the Jasons. Most of the Jasons. Most of all the I think all the Jasons. Most of the Jasons. Um, I which was better because to me in my life, Mm. I think of myself as being a. uh, I'm not a fan of any of that stuff, but I would say Jason movies are fun. I like Camp Crystal Lake and a lunatic on the loose. Freddy never really did much for me. Comes into your dreams and he's got a long. But he's jokier. I'm surprised that you didn't resonate with. uh, Oh yeah, doesn't he say bitch? a, a, A lot. As, oh. as it goes on, that's almost all he says. <laughs> okay, well, I like that because I, I like calling people bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is he? He's like, he slams a girl's head into a TV and he's like, Welcome to prime time, bitch. Yeah, prime time, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, the, the, the Jason movies are just like, they go so crazy. Like, they're good, they're bad. They're just, I, I feel like Freddy's a little more consistent, maybe. Yeah. 
Hmm. And, and I'm surprised in the age of uh, reboots that we're in and yeah. sequels that they're not making Freddy and Jason movies. Come on. Fred? I know. Well, they're making the, 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 the Mike Myers, the Halloween Kills just came True. out. Did you see that? I, I, I like those two. I, yeah. I actually, I haven't seen the Kills. new rebooty one. The one that... The, the one that came out a little bit ago with a... Oh, yeah. The one that Danny McBride wrote? Yeah. You didn't see I, that? I know, I know. It seems oh, like I should. would see it. Uh, I'll tell you something about the uh, the Halloween franchise. It blows my mind how the... Th- how, bleh, it blows my mind how the third one doesn't have Mike Myers in it at all. It's, yeah, they were like, maybe we're this kind of thing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, no. It's like the producers that. were like, okay, so we have this Halloween franchise. It's just going to be like Halloween movies, like... Right, take place on Halloween, not movies about trick or treating. Yeah, it was (laughs) so weird, and it's also just like a weirdly cast movie. It's very creepy at times. I've I have I've made a scary movie blunder uh, recently, which I could uh, write this wrong, but I've left it open ended. Where the only thing I knew about Malignant is uh, (laughs) people are like, "Hey, are you watching Malignant?" Uh, I, you know, I almost uh, like uh, well, almost didn't watch the whole thing, but you got to watch that last half hour. It's a little nuts at the end. And uh-huh. me, I've watched Malignant all the way up until except for the last half hour, <laughs> and oh. I bailed. I bailed on it, and I haven't finished it yet. And I don't. You're gonna be you're gonna be disappointed because ah. you you want to watch that all in one sweep. I think. So I should start from scratch when I when I revisit it. I think so. Yeah. Or, or yeah. just go back. Just go back like a half hour. I didn't like that first hour. I was bored out of my gourd. I, I turned it off after like 20 minutes. I thought like the, the cold open especially was like downright bad. I thought it was like really yeah. bad. Well, they did one of those SNL cold opens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to uh, Malignant. You're fired. Oh, no. But then oh, people no. were like, stick it out. You're going to see some cool stuff. And then I did. And I was like, it was fine. Right. The, for the amount of like chatter i was hearing about it i uh did, did not uh i'm tired about how we chatter yeah just ch- just show them everybody chatters for two weekends and then it's like who cares about that fucking thing Damn. i want something that lasts <laughs> <laughs> a film that will stand the test of time mike if you're still talking about squid game two weeks from now i'll mm-hmm. watch it okay i'll put it in my calendar make sure i tell, <laughs> tell you about it great that thing it's, though- then it's gonna be gone then i probably wouldn't be worth watching because it's gonna be gone you know what I mean? I hate the brief moment. You, there's a lot of things that I watch. Like, if I don't get to it, that I mean, like, hey, right now, if if I'm watching Succession, I gotta watch it Sunday night so that I can have a harsh opinion on Monday morning. Otherwise, what are you even doing? Get out of mm-hmm. there! Right? Yeah. Right. Sopranos. I had sort of had the opposite thing where. I started watching and I was like, hey, this show that everybody told me was great for 10 years. Right. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's cool that you got what to you watch know? it when it was like relevant again. So you weren't like in a vacuum, you know, I see. I'm watching it with the Zoomers. You know, I'm, I'm in there with the Zoomers sort of just mm-hmm. finding it for the first time. Is it is it just relevant because of the movie? No, it's no, I think I think it got relevant because of binge watching during the uh, pandemic. HBO Max had it and everybody right, watched it. Right. And then I think. That that's what bookended perfectly is is then many saints was coming out. It's timing though to to, to like notice there was nostalgia for Seinfeld and Friends for a couple of years and then we kind of got burnt out on that and then it's like it's fifteen or twenty years prior that's what mm. we're always nostalgic for. Yep. So Sopranos that they were like next up. Um, I uh, I took a little break on Sopranos because I was cruising through those things and I was just like I don't want to I don't want to be done with it. You make it last. 
Um, yeah, you want to savor the flavor with that one. You fucking edger. You, you little fucking sub, you. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep, sometimes I'll watch an episode and I'll get really close to the end and I'll stop with one frame left. And then hey, the beginning. if we open up, if we open up the, uh, that tier where we talk about our kinks, that's maybe that's my kink. Oh, that's open, baby. That's up. That, we got a lot. We got some pay pigs over there. No, wait, pay pigs isn't kink. Kinks is a thousand dollar or thousand dollar tier where we do one episode. <laughs> okay. <a> okay. <laughs> we reiterate our kinks. <laughs> Oh, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, the tears are getting very confusing. And oh, wait, very pricey. wait, wait, wait. No, yes, we did have an idea where once a year we admit to our kinks. <laughs> yeah. That was- oh, no, it was about piss being, whether or not we're piss freaks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, wasn't that in the, wasn't that in the pay pig tier? Pay pig? No, no, no pay pig is that just- was separate. Pay pig is they pay and they get off and we just take the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fin dom shit. They get, they get off. <laughs> Wait, what's what's that called, Jeff? It's called FinDom, financial domination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if that's the case, then dominate me all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> um, well, g- getting back to the uh, the drink here, the Corpse Reviver. I bet you guys didn't know a very <laughs> famous celebrity is a fan of these drinks. I didn't know that. I thought this was kind of a drink for no names. Beyonce Knowles. Whoa! Big Corpse Reviver 2 fan. Yance. Um the Yance. <laughs> the Yance. Uh and she was talking she's been talking about drinking these since like way back in the Destiny's Child days. No shit. Whoa, really? Yeah. She I I there's did you see that tape or hear that tape that came out recently? It was like a I think they're putting it together a Destiny's Child like um box setty type thing. And a tape came out for it. <laughs> a physical media? Physical media, yeah. They're doing yeah. like a big like it's like a um coffee table okay. book and you pull oh, up yeah. CDs. Oh, yeah. it's oh, all I CDs. might buy that for all my friends and family for Christmas actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> Box sets to buy for people for gifts are a great idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, this thing, I don't think they're actually including it in the box set, but it's uh, something that kind of leaked and I got my hands on it before the, the web took it down. Uh, and yeah, this is kind of around the time they were getting ready for that song. Um, Survivor, you know that song? I'm yeah. a survivor. Actually, you know what? Let, let's do yeah. this a different way. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> a little too tippy. <laughs> yeah, a little too tippy. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this was coming out around the time uh, Destiny's Child was like gearing up for a um, um, doing uh, a new but, album. And they wanted to do like a music video on a beach, maybe. I don't know. Would you stop it? <laughs> You're too much. He's he's a lot of fun, folks, but he can really sing the story. <laughs> so yes, so they were getting ready to, to do this album. So they're just kind of like you know when you we're working on the albums, you just kind of like have the tunes in your head and you're singing mm. around the house and stuff. Us, yeah, totally, totally. So this was just something she had. She was recording herself around the house, and uh, yeah, she was making drinks. Uh, she was just having like an a- afternoon cocktail, or maybe I'm I, I'm sorry, I, I think it was actually a brunch cocktail she was making. Oh, okay, around the house. Okay, yeah. All right, great. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought I ran out of gin, I got ten bottles, need some triple sec. Oh, there's some quattro, gonna add some blanc, think I gotta sell it. Don't have absinthe, probably doesn't need it. Made corpse reviver, <laughs> corpse gonna wake up, we'll drink together and have a party. Party with zombies, a dead man's party. Hope I don't get sued by Oingo Boingo. Oh. 
Stop laughing at me. Oh, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you old knucklehead. Now come here and kiss me. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was just uh, floating around the house trying to make drinks and stuff. And yeah. They have such good was... voices, the two of them. Yeah. I know. I know and I feel a lot better that I. I feel, I feel a lot better having said Lilith at Captain Cork today, knowing that Beyonce said yeah. Lilith also. If Queen Bee says it, I'll say it. I just like, you know, like, they have songs that are like very sexual, like uh, Drunken Love or, or and stuff like oh. that. And I, it's really cool to then also hear like that sexual chemistry between them here mm-hmm. at the end of this track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, that Drunken Love, it's like, well, mm, how'd they get drunk? Yeah, probably uh, mm. this drink. You're oh my right. god, this is that that this song is kind of like the prequel to Drunken Love. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And now wait, hold on, that's Sean Carter you're telling me? <laughs> that was uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Uh, most yeah, we mostly know him as Jay-Z, but Sean Carter. Hmm. The party star. <laughs> what do you say we take a little break and then we'll come back with some final thoughts? Love it. I love that. Folks. Yeah, I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back. And we're back with our final thoughts on the Corpse Survivor number two. I like it. I'll just jump right into mine and say I I think it's real good. Yeah. I give it like a 90%. Wow. I think it's that, think it's that good. It's on Rotten up. Tomatoes? Maybe. Yeah. Damn. I was going to give it a splatometer. <laughs> oh, no. It seemed like you were re- le- leaning the other way, Jeff, because you were like, uh, are we still bad on this drink? Like, you, It seemed like you were thinking we yeah, were all not. Yeah, you know, I was sort of a red herring. I like it, too. And, and you know, it's weird. Before we had it, I was like, this is strange as a hangover cure because it's like this stiff gin martini type of thing. I wouldn't really want that in the morning. Then we're drinking and I'm saying, hey, this is more lemon forward than I thought. And then I'm like, hey, yeah, I guess I would have a little lemonade sipper with my brunch. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is good. Order again. Oh, yeah. I would do a couple a night, but that might get into the danger zone. Um, I'm going to make a plan to have a couple a night every night. Until I feel like I've gotten, uh, you know, um, alcoholism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sure, good goal. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's an achievable goal. So order again is all around. Mm-hmm. Order again. And, and I'm, I'm excited to go to a, a place like Maison Premier and uh, say like, hey, you know what you're doing back there. Make this. Yeah, because they have some fancy absinthe and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. This one's hitting me. I forgot to mention that there was a funny little quote. In the uh, in the book, that old book where this cocktail came from, it said like, um, you know, it's a corpse reviver, but it said if you have four of these in swift succession, that the 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 uh, the corpse will be revived no more or something like that. Like it's saying like, <laughs> don't don't you're drinking this as a hangover cure, but don't drink too many because you'll pass. Oh out. oh, <laughs> that's funny. But see, that's 
That's see, that's but you know, Tim, <laughs> see, like you said, but Tim, you're supposed to. It's supposed to be the hair of the dog that bit you, right? Right, <laughs> right. So if you go out and you have four corpse survivors. That just means when you have one or two the next day, you're going to be sitting pretty, my man. Yeah, and the more oh that you God. have a night, the more you're allowed to have the next day. So let's say I have, you know, let's say I, on, on Sunday morning I want to have five corpse survivors. I mean, Saturday <laughs> night I should have 20 or 30 corpse yeah, survivors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it's just simple math. <laughs> this is perfect. I'm like pretty excited about this weekend now. <laughs> Folks, that's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon where you can listen to The Sloppy Boys Blowout. That's our weekly bonus episode. And don't forget, Questions for Lennon featuring Mr. Michael Hanford, our monthly bonus episode. Hey. You got some good guests over there, Mike. We got some good stuff coming on, yeah. yeah like, didn't you have Lil Mookie B recently? Come on. Lukey, Lil Mookie B was this month. Next month, we got Joe Firestone. Oh, love Joe Ow. Firestone. Yeah. Funny as fuck. Right on. Well, this is, uh, you know, Halloween time. I've picked my costume, by the way. Yeah. It took me this whole episode. And I'm going to be the guy from the Jim Beam commercial uh, and go up to people in bars all Halloween and be like, you should try a dark beer. That's good. Maybe me and Jeff could be like... I'll be the guy who was trying to decide what he wants to order and Jeff will be the bartender (laughs) lady. I could be the goat's milk guy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Or you- we could be the Squid Game guys. No. Yeah. We could be number 69, 420, and 711. Yeah, that's good. I'm being, I don't, every year I, I get the same skeleton costume I wear every year. And then some years I joke that I'm John Entwistle from The Who, but I'm really just a skeleton <laughs> man. And then now I'll tell, I tell people I'm Phoebe Bridgers and they don't know, they don't know I've been wearing this suit ah. for 10 years. They go, Hey, great Phoebe Bridgers costume. And I say, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's Phoebe exactly Bridgers. Yeah. I love, I love that smelly cat song she has. Oh, Michael. Uh, Mike, can I talk to you off pod? Uh, I would love Phoebe. to get there. Wait, what do you guys know? Fee- do, buffet. Do you know Phoebe's buffet? Buffet. <laughs> buffet. I got to remember wait, that. Wait. Buffet. Buffet. What are all the friends' last names? Geller. Ooh. Geller. Bing. Bing. Green. Green. Rachel Green. Tribbiani. 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 That's it. Yeah, there's two Gellers. There's two there's Gellers. Gellers. Yeah. I got to say, though, like Phoebe Buffet, like. When Lisa Kudrow came in, she just was Phoebe. Like that, that's, it's like, there we go. That's her. Yeah. She just was. Yeah. And I, and I would say similarly, like with like Monica and Rachel and, and right Ross on. and all the rest, like when they came in, it was like that. Yeah. They were, they, they were perfect they, that for them. Yeah. Yeah. What about Joey? Was Joey like perfect? Oh, when Joey came in, like they didn't know who would be a good Joey. And then yeah. Matt LeBlanc came in and were like, that's yeah. Joey. Oh, yeah. And when Marcel came in, they were like, uh, it could be any monkey, really. <laughs> really, any fucking, <laughs> any fucking furball will do. Any monkey who hasn't aged into um, hating his captors. Uh, Wait, hold on. You- <laughs> that, that, I just furball reminded me, Mike. Remember a couple weeks ago, we were out at a bar. You, you uh, left. We were we we're outside at forty one hundred and uh, at a picnic table. You left for a little bit. You came back a little, a little bit stinking drunk, and then you <laughs> you, you were talking to a dog and you called him a fur face fuck. <laughs> 
Well, I wasn't talking to the dog. The dog was uh, barking or something, and I said, "Hey." Uh, no, you were having a heart to heart with the dog, and then it started. It started to get. I wasn't on the ground talking to a dog. I was sitting in my seat. You guys were talking about some financial troubles you'd been having, or something. Yeah. Yeah, I call him a little furry face fucker. And the, I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the owners heard that. And, oh, oh, hey, I just want to I want to establish this real quick because. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to do little games and stunts and be seasonal and all that stuff, you know, for <laughs> yeah. the listeners. Have you seen that Oktoberfest contest where they hold out the beer steins and it's like yeah. an endurance They did it at test. Santa Anita. We got to do it next year. I think we missed the boat this year. We'll do it next year. Yeah, let's do it. It's hard. Yeah. I challenge hard. each of you. You challenge us. I think we tried it at the, uh, didn't we do that somewhere? Did I do that? We did it well, at the Oktoberfest at the Stink House. Right. It, what's funny is you fill up a stein with water, you hold it out straight, right? And then they see who could hold it the longest. But what starts to happen is like people don't just let their arms drop and then step out of the competition. What they start to do is slowly like lean back or like, yeah. you know, yeah. like the arms start dipping and the, everyone thinks that they still have it. And then they look really stupid. They don't realize how stupid they look. <laughs> Okay, folks. Well, we'll see you next week, huh? A happy Halloween. And uh, boo to you. And don't forget, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and yes. uh, hey, have a candy while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> <I did. laughs> All right. Hopefully no dentists are listening. <laughs> <laughs>